Welcome to another edition of Not Fake News, a podcast exposing and analyzing fake news by me, Mike T., your Ivy League conservative and former Democrat who has come to my senses, coming to you from the great Midwest, Ohio, to be specific. To conclude my analysis of the week-long fake news coverage commemorating the disturbance at the Capitol on July, uh, January 6, 2021, I will focus on CNN's hour-long program entitled The Fight to Save American Democracy, aired on Sunday, January 9th, the first of two CNN programs aired that night, in remembrance of January 6th. The 42 minutes of airtime featured over nine minutes, or 20% of the entire show was newsreel footage depicting Adolf Hitler's rise to power in Nazi Germany. It is a classic work of anti-Trump propaganda, and although I don't believe many saw it when it aired on January 9th, There will be numerous rebroadcasts, and my real concern is that this broadcast, the fight to save democracy, will make its way into high school classrooms as credible and balanced news documentary, which it definitely is not. The fight to save American democracy, as it's called, is a classic example of fake news, disguised as a traditional TV documentary. The program is nothing more than a partisan political hit piece on Donald Trump and the persons who voted for Trump and supported him in the 2020 election. In his opening remarks, the narrator Farid Zakaria echoes Lincoln's warning that American democracy is in trouble and is most at risk by attacks from within our own country. As evidenced by the January 6th event, he, of course, calls the insurrection. Zakaria explains that democracies everywhere are under attack. America has been here before, meaning American democracy has been under attack before. Then he states, America has vanquished demigods before, implying that American democracy is under attack by a demigod. Of course, he doesn't name the demigod, but we will soon find out it is Donald Trump. Then Zakaria asks, so how will we do it now? And the meaning, of course, is how does America vanquish a current demigod that is currently destroying democracy? Well, for answers to this question, how does America vanquish a demigod? Zakaria, according to the classic progressive playbook, turns to a program of experts, some of the smartest people he could find, he says, to examine the problem and make recommendations on how to save democracy in America. Who are these smart people? Victor Davis Hanson, Thomas Sowell, Charles Murray, Bill Bennett? No, not on your life. 
nobody even remotely conservative. Mr. Zakaria's experts are an elite club of far-left so-called scholars and former Republicans. They are Robert Kagan, a former State Department advisor, now a columnist at the Washington Post, Stephen Levitsky, professor of government at Harvard, who wrote a book in 2016 entitled How Democracies Die. There's also Anne Applebaum, another author, John Meacham, the so-called presidential historian, and others. These so-called experts are all CNN regulars who have convinced themselves that Donald Trump is a demigod who is out to destroy democracy in America, even though he did no such thing during his four years of presidency. What they all are really afraid of is a Donald Trump comeback in 2024. And this so-called Fight to Save Democracy program seeks to convince its viewers that Trump, a Trump return to the presidency would be the end of democracy in the United States. CNN attempts to do this by shamelessly and inaccurately comparing Trump with Adolf Hitler. Now, to be accurate, about halfway through the program, the CNN narrator, uh, Mr. Zakaria, states, Let's be clear, Donald Trump is not Adolf Hitler. But by comparing Trump and Hitler as charismatic leaders with fanatical followers who each promoted a big lie, CNN's intent is very clear. Donald Trump is as dangerous to democracy in the United States as was Adolf Hitler in Germany in 1933. Of course, Trump was not interviewed for the so-called documentary targeting him. In describing what might happen in 2024, so-called expert Robert Kagan tells us, and I quote, I am having a hard time seeing how we can avoid the train wreck that is now visibly before us, end quote. Excuse me, Mr. Kagan, just open your eyes. The current train wreck that is now visibly before all of us is the Joe Biden administration. Now, shortly after the 2016 election won by Trump, Harvard professor Levitsky published an article in the New York Times entitled, Is Donald Trump a Threat to Democracy? So now, five years later, following four years of unprecedented economic growth, energy independence, 2% inflation, closed borders, and peace under Trump administration, Levitsky is even more convinced today that Trump is a threat to democracy. Why? Because back in 2016, Trump dared to question the validity of some 3 million votes for Hillary Clinton from blue states that Trump thought had artificially inflated Clinton's vote totals. Zakaria, the narrator, states, quote, and so began the dangerous erosion of faith in the American election process. It would be the defining question of the Trump presidency. What? 
Does this make any sense? Now, throughout the program, Fareed, Fareed Zakaria was not just bashing Trump. Listen to what he says about Trump voters. Quote, most Trump loyalists believe only what Trump tells them, even when the facts overwhelmingly contradict those views. End quote. This, uh, more quote, this fanatical loyalty may be destroying the system the founding fathers created to protect democracy. End quote. Well, and there's more. Expert elitist Professor Anne Applebaum is more direct in her attack on Trump deplorables. She says, and I quote, the tragedy of America is not Trump. Trump is a side story. The tragedy is that 70 million people voted for Trump, end quote. Tragedy? Dear Trump voter, how does that make you feel? Regarding the Republican Party, well, much to his dismay, Mr. Kagan, a former Republican, bemoans the fact that Trump has captured the Republican Party. Zakaria warns, quote, for Trump's people, the party is no longer important, end quote. Well, here is probably the only point of agreement in the whole broadcast. I must agree that for Trump voters, party is no longer important. Trump was a catalyst in moving millions of working class Republicans, Democrats, and independents away from the loser party of John McCain and Mitt Romney and built a party of blue and white collar winners, black and white and brown. And these Trump supporters are still supporting Trump because they have good reason to believe that the election was anything but a fair election. These so-called deplorables aren't going anywhere, and they will be back in 2022 and 2024. And this scares the living bejesus out of Farid Zakaria and his merry band of elitist scholars and experts at CNN. There is so much fake news in the CNN program, I don't know where to begin, but let me highlight a few gems. How about this one? Trump allies are still at war to overturn the last election, end quote. No, not really. Trump and his allies would simply like to have an opportunity to prove widespread election fraud by examining ballots and signatures on, on the ballots in a few battleground states, something that was done only in one county in Michigan and one county in Arizona. In each of those counties, there was sufficient evidence showing widespread election fraud enough to decertify the election and conduct a new one. How about this one? Charges of widespread fraud have been proven false. Simply recounting votes without examining the ballots and signatures is not proof of no fraud. You are familiar with the old saying, garbage in, garbage out. Well, someone has to examine the garbage, and there's plenty of it. How about this piece of fake news? It is likely that we will have a full-blown national crisis in 2024, and the crisis is unfolding right now. Well, the passage of state election integrity laws designed to make it harder to cheat 
does not constitute a national crisis. Voter identification is not voter suppression. Here's another piece of fake news in the CNN documentary. A dozen states enacted 17 laws last year that paved the way for future election subversion. Well, there are only two challenges to these 17 laws, and both will be overruled by the federal courts. There is no election subversion built into any of these laws. Here's another piece of fake news. At least 19 states have passed laws that make it harder to vote. If by harder to vote you mean presenting an ID or a driver's license or last four digits of your social security number or putting a stamp on an envelope or taking away unverifiable election day registration, same day registration or taking away 2 a.m. voting, then I guess you have a point. But COVID must never again be used as an excuse to relax voter verification, as was the case before 2020. How about this piece of fake news? Georgia is just one target in a carefully planned effort by the GOP that could enable him to them to steal the next election and make it perfectly legal. Well, it is quite common for thieves to accuse others of theft. There is nothing in the Georgia law that would enable anyone to steal an election. Last fake news statement. There are a series of laws in states put in to criminalize election officials for doing their job. This is complete nonsense and about as outrageous as he as it gets. Finally, the narrator Farid Zakaria states. The real scandal of January 6th is not what happened outside the Capitol alone. It's what happened inside when a majority of House Republicans voted to overturn the verified results of a presidential election simply to curry favor with Donald Trump. Once again, and for the umpteenth time, the Republican lawmakers on January 6th attempted to delay certification of the count until after an investigation. And they were responding not to Trump, but to their constituents who elected them and who were demanding them to conduct an investigation of the widespread election fraud in six battleground states. Listen, I could go on and on, but I value your time and my time but let me just say this. Narrator Zakaria concludes the fight to save democracy by stating that the heart of the crisis is not just that millions blindly follow Trump without reason. It goes still deeper. And he says, and I quote, tens of millions of Americans no longer have faith in democracy itself, end quote. Well, I must submit that faith in our republic has been shaken as a result of the 2020 election, not because of Trump, but because of what happened to Trump. It is possible that some voters may sit out future elections until they are assured that future elections won't be rigged. But because some states have listened to their voters 
and have taken steps to close election loopholes created for the 2020 election that no doubt encouraged election fraud, as was warned about in the 2005 Carter Commission, millions of Americans have maintained some faith in the electoral process. Hopefully, they will continue to perform their civic duty and go out and vote in 2022 and 2024. There is much more to be done to be sure, but their actions, hopefully, the state legislative actions, have restored confidence in our republic. We shall see. In conclusion, let me say that there was lots of fake news that went on during the week-long commemoration of the January 6th event, and it was done by various media sources. And you could write a book on it. And as I said at the outset of this podcast, I am very concerned that the fake news in the fight to save democracy will find its way into high schools and college classrooms. We need to be alert and ever vigilant that this kind of political propaganda is exposed and challenged. It's clear to me that the mainstream politically partisan media will do everything in its power to keep January 6th alive in order to attack Donald Trump and to demean his supporters. That's all I got. Until next time, this is Mike T saying thanks for listening. And remember, never, never take for granted the blessings of liberty established for us and our children by our Constitution. Read it, learn it, defend it against our enemies. Fake news is real, it's dangerous, and it's everywhere. Stay informed, be engaged. Our republic depends on you to keep it.